rifling through those long boxes and bagging those books. Welcome to your home for Star Wars comics. This is the Cosmic Force Podcast, a Utini Podcast Network production. And now, here are your hosts, Tyler Reganti, Emma Park, Caleb Lamanek, and Jacob Bosch. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 35 of The Cosmic Force. I'm one of your hosts, Emma Park, and happy Book of Boba Fett Day, everyone. Tonight, we have a special guest, and we're talking new comics out this week, as well as some fantasy football. We'll explain that later. First up, joining me tonight, as always, is Caleb Lamanac. Caleb, how are you doing? I'm doing really well. Glad to be back from a nice uh, Christmas break, uh, ready to be uh, talking to be back into it talk some good star wars do our sports reference of the uh, year just here at the end can't get it all crammed into one so we have it wide open for 2022 awesome stuff jacob how are you doing after the holiday uh you know not too bad uh it's, it's nice to be home uh and not have to worry about school for a little bit uh so yeah i cannot complain uh too much there so i'm happy although at the same time definitely happy to be back here with all of you Absolutely. And uh, our special guest that I alluded to, very happy to have him back, making his second appearance on the Cosmic Force. It's Eric Eilersan. Eric, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Really excited to be here on this embargo breaking Fallen Star Roundtable, right? That's what we're doing tonight. Whoa. That's the... Oh, wait, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. Oh, shoot. Uh... Wrong show. Wrong show. Cut, cut, cut. <laughs> uh, no. Cut the very, feed. Cut the feed. <laughs> very stoked uh, to fill in this week. Uh, always have a blast with you guys uh, to talk. Uh, comics to talk drafts, which, as you know, I love more than anything, and to especially admit my drastically horrendous fantasy football season. It's gonna be great. Yeah, the timing on the show worked out very, it, very well, I guess, for some of us. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, because you know it's the, <laughs> the championship week of our fantasy football league. We'll talk about it later. Some of us might not want to talk about it. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Kyler Murray let me down. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. We don't always just talk about sports here, though. If you are joining us for the first time, welcome. We are a Star Wars comics podcast that broadcasts live right here on youtube.com slash utini every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern time. If you can't join us live, that's okay, because we also are available on all of your favorite podcast platforms. We're also part of the Utini Podcast Network of nearly a dozen shows and a Discord channel at utini.com slash Discord with more than a thousand members with dozens of channels to choose from. If you like what you see and want to say thanks, then head over to our Patreon channel at patreon.com slash Utini, where for as little as $5 a month, you can gain exclusive access to the entire Utini Podcast Network of shows, as well as exclusive merch and community involvement activities. All right, let's start where we always start because it's Wednesday, it's new comic book day. Jacob, what's new this week? Yes, we have three new comics. Two new comics uh, and a trade paperback coming out this week. We have Bounty Hunters number 19, Flight of the Dark Squadron, written by Ethan Sachs with pencils by Ramon Box, the cover by Giuseppe Comancoli. The colorist is Brian Valenza, and the letter is Travis Lanham. We have uh, Star Wars Adventures number 13, uh, subtitles The Repair Stop, Repair Stop, and a last chapter written by George Mann. Yes, that yeah! George Mann. Yeah. Uh, and Danny Lore. Uh, with pencils by Butch Mappa, uh, Simone Diarmi, Diarmini, uh, a cover by Francesco Francavilla, 
The colorist is Charlie Kirkhoff, and the letterer is Joanna Natalie. So a, a return to the sequel era, uh, at least for this week, with Star Wars Adventures. Uh, and then we have, lastly, uh, Star Wars Volume 3 of the 2020 series is, is the War of the Bounty Hunters tie-in uh, issue. Uh, so this is written by Charles Soule with pencils from Ramon Rosanas. The cover is uh, from Carlo Pagalayan. The colorist is Rochelle Rosenberg. And the letterer is Clayton Cowles. So if you want any of those comics, you can, as always, pick them up by using the Comixology links in the description down below. So great couple of issues this week. Yeah, awesome stuff. I read uh, Bounty Hunters this morning. It was very good. Um, really liking that. There was a good um, Victory's Ooh. Price tie-in, actually. What? Um, what? Yes, hint, hint. Yes, wow. we gotta go. I go read that. Let me know if you catch it, y'all. Bounty hunters again. I uh, <laughs> I have not read that in a couple months. I will admit, I'm not I'm not the biggest Valance guy, but uh, mm. you've convinced me. Like, yeah, it's, it's very good. It had a rough start, but it's definitely like Agreed. climbing like hand most over improved fist. award. Definitely, definitely. yeah. Like, yes. You guys have said every For week. Sure. I love that. Yes, Absolutely. it is only getting better. So highly recommend jumping back on that one um, if you've topped off. Um, all right, so. What we're loving this week, uh, normally we would do like an art or something, but we're going sports themed this week. So we've got to give you our fantasy football update, and it only feels right to let our champ begin this section. Jacob, speech. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, I okay, for some reason this is looking weird on the preview screen. I'll, I'll zoom out a little bit. Maybe. Nope. Oh, it's weird. All right. Anyways, uh, you can see maybe down here. <sighs> Uh, that uh, your boy won the trophy in a uh, actually pretty close game between myself and Emma uh, to round yeah. out the season. Uh, so, you know, hey, just pick the best running back in the league in the fourth round last year in the ke- uh, keeper league, and you'll do pretty well for yourself. That's I guess that's yeah. all. all oh yeah, saying. that and and uh, if you want to get like the best quarterback wide receiver stack in the history of fantasy football, that also exactly. helps a little bit as well, Mister Matthew Stafford so Cooper Cup. Yeah, exactly. But you know. Uh, Cosmic Force did incredibly well yeah. in uh, our league. You did. Uh, Jacob in first, myself in second, Tyler in fourth. Um, Eric, any comments? Uh, I can't hear you from all the way in tenth. I can't. I can't. <laughs> it sounds great up there. I guess technically in the bracket, I was I was eighth. In the, yeah, but the in my heart, I was standings. tenth. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, overall, I finished eight out of ten, and I, as some of you may know, uh, run the entire league. And really put my heart and soul into it, and just and we love you. Terrible, for that. yeah. I love you guys too. So time. So can we call you Kamish now? You absolutely can. I would love to be the Kamish. Uh, that can be my new nickname. I hope to do better next year by keeping maybe no one on my team. But it was <laughs> it was a lot of fun. You guys coming in this year. Uh, it was just, it was just a great time. It's one of my favorite things we do at Utini, just as a fun little social thing. We had some fun community members uh, my partner charlie was involved she beat me in the constellation bracket i was never been more nice conflicted charlie. about that <laughs> happening but yeah great a great season and hats off also to timothy our patreon manager yes. who uh was third <laughs> and, and maddeningly for him i'm sure scored 80 more points than jacob in the final week but still yeah. got third instead <laughs> of first <laughs> Hey, you know, it COVID does crazy things to all of our. Yeah, it's true. You know what? Yeah, it's true. Very so time. yeah, very great season. Um, 
interesting how it co- uh, how it aligned with our draft episode. So we love some synergy over here. That's right. Um, to get back to Star Wars, uh, like I mentioned at the top of the show, Book of Boba Fett dropped today. Very exciting. Uh, no spoilers here. It's okay. It's mm-mm, safe. Mm-mm. You don't have to turn away. Uh, <laughs> however, guys, I would like your one word, no spoiler reaction to the first episode. And I'll give you a second to think about it. I will start. And my word is satisfying. It was very satisfying. Uh, does All anybody right. want to volunteer? I feel like I kind of dropped this one on you. Yeah. <laughs> I got a word. Yeah. Uh, my word is intrigued. Okay. I'm intrigued. I like that word. Yeah. Caleb, you got one? Sure. Um, good. Okay. Solid. Good. Just like, <laughs> with, it's like with the tone. Yeah. Good. It's good. It's good. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, don't, it's not, how should I put it? It's not a War of the Bounty Hunters level one here, or issue one here. Mm-hmm. Right. It's a high bar. Solid. Right? Um, uh, sand. Sand. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good what one. Yes. What does it mean? Uh, it's you coarse. Know, you'll, have to wa- you'll have to watch and find out. Rough. It, it means whatever you want it it's to mean. It's everywhere. That's right. <laughs> awesome stuff. Well, uh, I was very happy with it. Uh, it's always a good time said, for new Star I, Wars, especially in, yeah, in, in December. You know, it's, like, it it's was, a very good feeling. I was happy with it too. I will. I'm excited for the next seven, eight episodes that we get out of it. I think yeah, like I think six. it's uh, yeah. six. Yeah. yeah, something like that. Okay, it, it's a short one, but if if Hulk again, if Hawkeye is any indication, these shorter shows are also you know really good. It could be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm I'm I am excited to, despite what it does to my sleep schedule, have now the weekly you know, the weekly Star Wars show that we can talk about and everyone's watching the same thing and Twitter gets fun. Yeah. And it's, it's it's a fun event that we all get to do. So glad to have some Star Wars TVs back. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, we are on every Wednesday. Uh, we will not be doing like any spoiler chat, by the way, for the future, in case you're wondering. We will probably do like just general reactions. I mean, it's fun. Like we, we get this really awesome time slot and we did it just because like, oh, Wednesday's new comic book day. And it used to be that Friday's was new Star Wars day. And now it's Wednesday is also new Star Wars day. So so we get uh, a pretty jam-packed Everything. night here. Yeah, so it, it's great. So um, we hope you enjoyed it too. And, and let us know your thoughts as well. Uh, we have lots yeah. of conversations in our Discord. Uh, yeah. So utd.com slash Discord if you're not already there. It's a lot there of fun. Tons of those. And then of course on uh, coming up, I believe on Sundays, at noon eastern every week we will be having bounty hunt our show where we talk about the extra stuff we we started it back with mandalorian season one and since then all the shows that come out we do uh, a pretty full spoiler full deep dive for about 45 minutes or so on each episode so that's going to be each sunday live stream here on youtube and of course we do have the bounty hunt podcast uh, on your all your podcast platforms where you find the cosmic forest where you find the living forest where you find legends look back search for bounty hunt in the tv network if you want to listen to a podcast that way we'll be live every weekend yes thank you for plugging that bounty hunt is a lot of fun if you want to like kind of remember what happened or get other people's thoughts on it so yeah lots of fun looking forward to that for the next uh six or seven weeks or however many we have here so. that'd be great <laughs> yes absolutely All right, we are going to take a quick ad break. And then when we come back, we're going to talk about the rules of the draft. Yes! All right, we are back. And we are going to start up our draft. But like any good draft, we have to have a set of ground rules here. Um, This is very important. So um, I made up this draft, by the way, completely, you know, so my... 
my draft my rules, I guess. I don't know. Yes. Own it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, let's do it. So um, basically the structure of this. Well, I should say first that this was adapted from the Living Forces drafts Thank you. Um, Thank you. that were made up by Eric. Formerly called Eric's Stupid Games, but Eric's I personally stupid don't. Games, yeah. I don't think that they're stupid though. They're like some of my favorite Living Force episodes. <laughs> oh, they're coming back with Music a vengeance. Those ears. guys just don't know it yet. Mm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Buttering him up, aren't we? That's right. <laughs> trying to get that false confidence our, our, to steal our, my trying to swap draft picks here. That's exactly no, 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 no. it. I'll trade three compliments. For you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's awesome. All right, so yeah, uh, Living Force has done a bunch of drafts. I thought, you know what? It's about time we did a draft as well. So uh, I made up a draft where we will draft a team of comic creators to make a Star Wars comic. And so uh, the people that I came up with, there's obviously a lot of people that go into making up a comic. Uh, the ones that we're going to draft uh, are a writer who obviously writes a script for the comic, uh, a penciler who draws all of the illustrations on the interior of the comic, uh, a colorist who adds the colors to the penciled art in the comic, and a cover artist who illustrates the cover of the comic. Uh, of course, there are plenty of other um, uh, roles in, involved in, in making a comic, like inkers. Um, the only one I could honestly find uh, in more recent canon series were credited in the High Republic series. Um, so not every comic has inkers, which is why we are leaving them out of the draft. And then um, letters as well. Uh, who put letters on the uh, uh, of the script in the comic. Uh, and those are all uh, pretty similar, although they are still very important and I still wanted to mention them. Mm -hmm. All right, so the rules of the draft. So there are four creative teams, one from each host. I get a team, Eric gets a team, Jacob gets a team, Caleb gets a team. The teams, like I said, are made up of one writer, one penciler, one colorist, and one cover artist. Uh, special note, you cannot pick the same artist for two categories. For example, Phil Noto, all, uh, draws covers and interiors. You cannot have him for both. So sorry if you're right. a big Phil Noto fan. <laughs> he did it, on, um, but he did it on the first couple issues of uh, of Poe Dameron. I know, yeah. I know. We're 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 breaking reality a little bit here. <laughs> he did. But Cordero Patterson is also running back and wide receiver, but you can only exactly. play him in one slot. So exactly, sports there reference. Sports. One of many for the night. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and, and last rule to make this as simple as possible, we're only including um, canon creators just because there are so many comic creators out there. And if we included legends, uh, it'd be so overwhelming to pick from. Um, so I have already determined the order via random number generator based on Ooh. the order that we appear on the, the screen. So I in the number generator, I was one, Eric was two, Caleb was three, Jacob was four. And the order that was determined by Google is Jacob at number one. Eric at number two, myself at number three, and Caleb at number four. Oh. And uh, we're going to do a, a snake draft order. And uh, like in fantasy football drafts, you can pick any category first that you want. So it doesn't have to go in any specific order. Okay, that was a lot of information. Does anybody have any questions? <laughs> I think I think, I think think we got this. It's going to be interesting to see the strategies. Because, uh, you know, so many comic creators are great. And I think a lot of us can find a lot of great creators in all these categories. But I feel like we all like a lot of the same writers and yeah. penciler mm -hmm. and like so I think I want to see like who is gonna be who's gonna be the Joe Burrows of this draft who's yeah. who's just going one one easy who's gonna who's gonna sneak up into the second round or something so I think it's gonna be an interesting retrospective afterwards and then you know uh, 
before we start recording, and we'll talk about this after, Caleb had the idea of saying, what what project are we creating for? So I think depending on who you get, I think that's mm. drastically going to shift. Like, who's really good at drawing ships? Who's really good at drawing droids? Who's really good at, you know, it's going to be really fun to see. Uh, and as you guys are listening, watching this later, comment who in the what in the world do you think we're creating here? Out of the teams we create, who do you think has a good one? I think we'll do polls and stuff. And ah, I just love drafts. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yes. I know you just you just got me so excited just by Ooh. saying all that because the strategy here is going to be off the charts. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So and by the way, we are going to be putting uh, these on our Twitter afterwards uh, in a poll so you can vote for whose team you think is the best. Um, yeah. Uh, no swaying the audience, folks. OK. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Uh, all right. Um, so, Jacob, you have first pick, sir. Mm-hmm. Um Tell us what category that you're going to go for uh, and who it is and, and what the thinking is behind the pick. Yeah, I think I, I will reveal a little bit of my uh, my strategy, which is probably not well advised. But so I have, I, I think Penciler is a really good first choice. However, mm-hmm. I have a, a, I think I have a Dark Horse that I'm going to just save for later. No, um, no, it's it's Marvel. We're not doing Dark Horse. We're just doing oh, shoot, shoot, shoot. You're right. Bing! They're about to be canon again. Okay. That's okay. Give, give us, give us two years. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna hold off on that for now. I think writer. I think there are so many great writers that you know mm-hmm. I can let a few slide, uh, and I'll be okay. Uh, so I'm going to shift over to cover artists. Ooh. And there are some really good choices. Some really good ones. Um, Why am I nervous? I know. <laughs> But where could I go? It's tough. It really is. Um, I think I will go as I'm looking around, trying to get inspiration <laughs> from my room because I clearly prepared so much for this wonderful draft. I think I'm going to go with Mike Mayhew. Beautiful. Great pick. Beautiful choice. Pick. Like the king. It, it, no one said he has to be a, a, a an A cover artist. He does... Mm-hmm. variant covers all the time and right. they're gorgeous and i'm pulling one up right now uh so if if you've been busy in the uh the um utini comics channels on discord you you know all about mike mayhew uh he does things like and oh god that's a huge image holy cow uh, you got this. He, he's very bam, photorealistic. This yeah. is the gorgeous things. Oh yeah. my god. Oh my like, god. It's, that's uh, a, that That's is Avar a- Chris. It's a real person. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It, it's it's unbelievable. I mean that that is what if if I mean I, I could have said that that was a picture if yeah. if I didn't know. Like you know? oh it's, it's oh like crazy. look at that good cool cosplay. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It's, Mayhew stuff always amazes me because it's like the the strands of hair the shadows within the hair strands and like the wrinkles in the in the fabric is like the the just ultra realism and he's done variants as you guys have shown on this show for a ton of the higher public characters like his cover is what we used for the picture of stellan geos for his nomination of best character mm-hmm. this year mm-hmm. like because like that that's the character that's who it yeah. is and it's just that's a great again a pick i would not have guessed but dang yeah it's that's like strength it, out the gate we have a uh, um steven on our team now who's absolutely killing it with our social media game yeah. as of late and yeah. like like i recently like the past couple weeks i'm like been using a lot of good comic art and, and you know it's just it's 
it's there. Like you got like it's it's really good quality. Like I I'd be doing it too if I was him. And uh, yeah, Mike Mayhew, uh, top of the game as far as I'm considered in cover artists. That great is a choice. really great pick. One that I wasn't uh, I didn't see coming, but solid, really good. Eric, you have the next pick. <sighs> okay. Uh so similarly, a lot of great choices and a lot of tough ways to go. Um because because cover is obviously the striking first image you see a mayhew cover you're going to get that book but i think i'm going to start with writer because okay. personally i feel like with star wars comics especially i'm more familiar with the writers and the artists i think the artists for what it's worth are more responsible for what makes a book impactful uh mm-hmm. for the visual language of comics but this writer is someone that anytime they're on a project, I got to pick it up. As far as comics go, I've respected their work from Star Wars and outside of Star Wars. So with my second, first pick, pick two of the first round is absolutely who Jake already pulled yeah. up. It's Charles Soule. <laughs> Charles Soule is my writer. Nice. Uh, I, I was halfway expecting you to say Kevin Scott because you already gave him all the UTNEs. I know. I know. <laughs> Kevin is phenomenal. Uh, Charles Soule is is a writer mm. that i think i mean you just bring up the hall of fame of darth vader dark lord of the sith rise of kylo ren uh and his star wars runs are already incredible and, but then you got the smaller stuff like lando obi-wan and anakin the poe dameron series i think a lot of people sleep on you guys have talked about on here and mm. of course despite the somewhat inconsistency of the war of the bounty hunters event from issue to issue and series to series i think the scope of it also going into Crimson Rain and then already assuming what the eye of the storm is going to be with the Marquian Rowe series. Charles mm-hmm. Soul just has me in a vice grip. And going back, I, I loved his Daredevil stuff at Marvel as well. I just think he's a great, great writer. Uh, and for whatever comic book team I'm assembling, I want him putting the words down. So happy to take him in the first round. Yeah. I mean, the man is a Swiss army knife of literature. And uh, yeah, you, you can't go wrong picking him for sure. All right, I have the next pick, the third overall pick, my personal first pick. Um, and I'm going to start with my penciler. Um, I've thought about this a lot, and I think that this is going to make more sense when I tell you at the end what I, uh, what the comic is I'm creating here. Um, I am going to pick Luke Ross for my penciler. Nice. Um, Yes. I love his work in the Allegiance series, which doesn't get talked about a whole lot. Um, It was the uh, journey to the rise of Skywalker. Um, Yes. His image right here is exactly what I'm thinking of. Was he the one that did the Ray underwater on Moncala panel? Yes. Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) I know. It's so good. It's so good. It's um, incredible. (laughs) He also did uh, Thrawn. uh, Lots of good. He just has really good facial expressions. Um, uh, also did Darth Maul, the 2017 series and, um, the age of Republic stuff. So yeah, just a lot of good, um, facial expressions. It doesn't look too cartoonish. Um, I like the more realistic sort of feel mm-hmm. of his art. So, um, and a good variety of, of work he's done in star Wars too. So that is my, uh, that is my pick there. Luke Ross. I got it. Hold on. There we go. Great work. Oh, I was trying to wow. trying to solve for time for you there. I th- I think yes, this, that the is stats. the one. I think this is one of the only um, art of the weeks where two people have come, and it was me and Emma have come together and yes. just submitted the same exact one because <laughs> it was so good. Yep, it's same, absolutely beautiful. Same week. Yeah, same brain cell. Um, 
that this is like one of the most stunning images I've ever seen in a comic ever. Mm-hmm. Just the the idea to put like ghosts in water of my uh, it, it's it's genius. It's so good. So yeah, that is my pick. And uh, Caleb, you have the next two picks. Keep in mind because we're going snake order here. Right. So, so yeah, use this strategy, man. All right. So as I kind of already said in chat. Uh, my first pick for writer has already been sniped, Charles Soule. I wouldn't be surprised if that was everyone's first pick. But for my second pick, I'm going to, or for my first pick, I'll go to my next choice for writer. So I'm picking my writer right now. And that is the one and only Daniel Jose Older. Great choice. Yeah, that was a, like, he was my next list. I got a couple other ones here, but he was the one I really was. Uh, I just, I just love everything that he writes. That man has put out some amazing work here i you know you know he is um he's done some of the best uh like work he his um why am i blanking on the name the um shadow oh uh trail uh, shadows trail of shadows. shadows i almost said yeah, empire of, shadows of the empire well, like, no, that's, uh, we star wars colon the higher public colon trail of shadows, shadows. i was about <laughs> to say i'm super excited to see where this one goes up like he's yeah. done some great work. I just want to see him do more work. So he's going to be my very first pick for a writer. And as for my next pick, I'm going to jump down to the next list and that's the penciler. And he is going to be uh, Phil Noto. Solid. Mm. He had the, to go soon. Yeah, as I say, over the <laughs> yeah. break, I, re, I went back and kind of finished off the Poe Dameron series. And while the latter half of the series, they went to uh, Angel... Uh, and he was he good but phil noto yep. still kept up all the covers and like every time i saw one of his covers i'm like mm. Mm. yeah like yeah. Phil Noto's, <laughs> a distinct style too like, like I, I can always tell when that's a phil noto thing yeah, he exactly. passes the grunt test it's the mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. like mm-hmm. every, every time it's like yeah, yeah that's 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 some really good stuff now if you don't mind me saying one, my other choice, if I hadn't gone Noto, I might've tried to sneak a legends in there and said Dursima, Jan Dursima. That's fair. Uh, it's hard not to think of her when you think Break of Star the Wars rules. comics. She, yeah, I know. She has, the rules. <laughs> she she has the done rules. a cover in canon. Does that allow That's her true. to be an interior artist in canon? Who knows? It we'll, does. See what happens when, we'll see what happens I made when the I make rules. my cover pick. I say yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so in the future we know. Exactly. Yes. So Phil Noto <laughs> is my writer and Daniel Jose Older is my writer. All right, great, great stuff. So, uh, oh, I guess that's me next. Back to you. Um, yes, snake order here. Um, I'm going to shoot. Um, I'm gonna go with my cover artist next. Um, and this is actually a pretty easy pick for me. Um, and that is Terry Dodson. Um, mm. Absolutely mm. love his work on the Leia stuff. He also yep. did, <clears throat> excuse me, a, a Rogue One variant that absolutely kills me when i when i see it it's just like so it's so badass that's like the only way i can describe Mm it um yeah all of his covers uh, yeah this is the one i'm talking about the motion in in this and just oh it's so so good um i love the way that he draws faces and, and facial expressions too so um the leia series always sticks out to me as some of my favorite covers um and so i was like who did the leia covers it was terry dodson that's my guy so <laughs> that is my pick Ooh, all right eric great. you're up next i'm gonna continue the trend of cover artists here and this is a person who i have i have loved their interiors as well they do interiors in star wars and done them in marvel 
Um, but I think their cover art is really just kind of what draws me. I think it's very kinetic. I just think it's very realistic. And this is a uh, person that on our little outline here, they are on our outline, but I like them because of a cover that is not on the outline, which I will say when I choose them so Jacob can find it while I vamp. Okay. And so the, the cover <laughs> I'm talking about is none other than Marco Cicchetto, who I Ooh, nice. absolutely adore. And it's because of the, the issue Storms of Crate. Oh, now, this yes. was oh, yeah. Yeah, the last Jedi tie-in comic. This cover kind of is emblematic of what I want my Star Wars covers to be. We got main characters. We got a setting. But something about the line work is just so uber specific that you can tell it's the characters. You can tell it's film, but it doesn't get lost in that uncanny valley that sometimes some Star Wars artists can get into. Mm. And Chiquetto really stuck out there. Um, yeah, here it is right here. Aww. This oh, so mind-blowing thing. I also love the way he draws lightsaber light very specifically mm. and the way he draws cloaks. They're all, which again, in a Star Wars comic, you're going to get a lot of all of it. <laughs> So between all that stuff, he also, I believe, did interiors for Obi-Wan and Anakin, uh, mm, which means he already right. worked with Charles Soule. Bada bing, bada boom. And he also drew for the Shattered Empire series with uh, Kess Dameron and um, Shara Bay, where we yeah. first met them. So he he's the, he's the person that drew the two hottest parents of the hottest person in Star Wars. So it's I want really true. hot people on my cover because they got to sell the book. Right? And I just think Chiquetto's covers really draw you in super well. So happy to lock him in drawing the covers for my series. That was an A-plus pitch right there. Um, so, thank you. Yeah. yeah definitely have the most marketable, marketable one here. Mm -hmm. Yes, for <laughs> sure. For sure. Um, Jacob, next two are yours. This is true. Um, I am scrambling because <laughs> I don't think that this is the one where uh, it's someone that is not on uh, your list, but they are a Star Wars comics person. Uh, they have done cam canon, and oh boy, I don't know how to spell their name. Uh, so it's my fine. And, and this tough. is this is a little bit a little bit of behind the scenes. Oh, people. There we go. There we go. Uh, <laughs> Jacob is finding images as we are speaking, and it's very hard to multitask as you're trying to think of things and search things at the same time. Mm. So that's a that's a little bit of the uh, okay stalling I, I, for time here. I have found art. It is not interior art uh but it is the same oh boy uh yeah we're just gonna actually you know what we're gonna do something a little different uh, i like it audibles it, it's uh, it's uh <laughs> she does um uh commissions and this is a character commission that still captures her style very well so i'm going with penciler next and um this is not one on the list as i said it's someone that does a lot of star wars adventures work and i've talked about them Ooh. plenty of times uh in uh, our episodes, I still have not figured out how to pronounce her name because uh, my French is bad. Uh, and by bad, I mean non-existent. Uh, but that is uh, Elsa Chartier. I probably butchered that. Oh, and I'm so sorry. Wow. Her stuff is great. She does a lot of Star Wars. Not a lot. But she's done a decent amount of Star Wars adventures, though. And it's a very, like, um, Darwin Cook, Bruce Timm like golden Chris age Omni kind of deal. Yeah, golden yeah. age superhero style and yeah. I love it yeah. so much. This is uh yeah, she recently reopened commissions and I looked at her price and cried a little. Um but you know <laughs> someday uh someday, someday when we win the lottery, when we sell yeah, out. She uh, she did the um 
the interiors for the Forces, Forces of Destiny, Destiny stuff, right? Yep. A lot of the stuff that when I was yeah. trying to find yeah. art for her is like Le- her like Leia cover art. She did the Leia issue, I think, specifically, and it's wow. great. Yeah. And I love that cool. with your Mayhew cover too, because Mayhew is the so, most yeah. ultra realistic so person different. you could get. <laughs> and then inside, <laughs> it's like, whoa! They are so different. But you know what? Yeah, like like Eric said, I think uh, Mayhew's going to sell some covers. So, um, <laughs> you know. It's all about so, that money. We get yeah. it. That is my artist, but it's a snake draft, so I get another pick. Um, and right. back to the drawing board. I'm going to go with my writer next. Because that gives me more time to think about who I'm actually going to pick for my uh, my uh, color artist. Because I have no idea what I'm doing there. Um, but I think I think this is a like a pretty easy lock for me. Um, especially like they they've been doing great work for a while. Uh, but they had an issue that came out this year that I've talked about a lot on the show that blew my freaking mind uh, and was like a sleeper hit. Like took me out of nowhere. Uh, oh god, the... I think you're about to take Oh yep. no, never mind. <laughs> okay, that was the Bausch issue. Uh and my writer is yes. Alyssa Wong. Okay, this is solid pick. She um, was yeah. on my list. She was number three. She's right behind DSO. Bausch, one of my favorite issues DJO. of this year, like out of nowhere. Yeah. I loved That's it. It's a good pick. Her I mean, like, I mean, obviously, uh did a great jo- has been doing a great job with uh Dr. Afra uh as well. And I think uh her and uh elsa's art will mesh well uh mm. both both of them are ha- like i mean both of them have taken mainly female characters a- as their as their primary like main character of the of their comics so you know i think running together can could create something fun and uh, again i'll have some time to hopefully think of a nice pitch because uh flying by the seat of our pants here but yeah i th- I, th- <laughs> I think she is a fantastic writer to take on my comics team that's a that's Perfect. a great pick. When you were when you were you know giving your your preamble, I got very nervous. You were going to take my pick, and then I started worrying: <laughs> is my strategy bad? Like like because my strategy was there's so many good writers that you can kind of it's like I it's mean like that was my strategy too. Kind of yeah. wait, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, yeah. Uh, well, now good, I already have a writer, pick. so you're guaranteed to get yours. That's true. That's true. I am. Oh, good good strategy. Good thinking. There. <laughs> See, it's all um, working. It's all working. <laughs> it's all working. All right, um, Eric, you are. Uh, you are next. All right. Uh, this is an artist that was on Star Wars a couple of years back, more so when uh, Marvel kind of relaunched and did a lot of the, you know, Star Wars started, came back, Darth Vader came back with earlier volumes. He was not the first artist to work on the Star Wars mainline, but I believe he was the second. This is an artist that I followed pre-Star Wars comics back when I was reading a lot of Marvel in my college years. I think he just draws some of the pure best comic art there is. And I think when he, the way he drew the main characters and the motion of battle sequences, especially and ships, I just thought was truly stunning. Uh, this is Stuart imminent. He is, mm-hmm. uh, was the writer on or the artist rather on the series in star Wars. I think it was volume. I think it was volume one issues in the twenties or thirties. And specifically he drew the page where, uh, Han, Leia, and Chewie all got lightsabers as they were escaping the huts. Oh, he he yeah. was the artist on those yeah. arcs. And I just think his oh, stuff wow. is so uberly specific and fun. And it has that kind of classic, like, early aughts comic book style. Because I think he was drawing a lot during that point. 
but it adapts really well to color. He does really well with shadows that kind of accentuate his character figures. And yeah, this is the page right here I was talking about. I think that the way he draws, also fashion is great. Like I can tell exactly how Lazenon's outfits fit each other. They flow well in the dust and the lightsaber light. They keep talking about lightsaber light. So I guess I'm having a lightsaber book. Uh, they show up just super well. And I think his expression, all his facial acting is is just top tier. So Stuart Eminen is unquestionably my Star Wars artist. Yeah, that's a that's a great pick. I love that issue is a lot of fun. And I think a lot of that was due to the, you know, the colors and and the lightsabers and stuff. You're you're totally doing something with lightsabers, man. Come on. <laughs> I gotta, I got it this point. It's uh, yeah. doing, it's doing. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I am next, and I'm going to um, be taking a colorist, um, and I'm picking Annalisa Leone. Um, I love her work on the High Republic. Um, I definitely want something with a lot of like bright colors, and I feel like a lot of her work has bright colors. It, it, what I have in mind particularly is um, like at the very end of the High Republic, uh, the first issue where they're all holding up the lightsabers, like the colors in that are absolutely gorgeous. Mm -hmm. uh, and the way that she does colors um, like on planets uh, with also lightsabers. I mean, I, you know, I got to mention that too. Um, yeah, she does like absolutely uh, solid work um, <coughs> on colors. And I think that's probably, I mean, I'm not an artist myself, but um, I imagine that it's hard to draw like lightsabers and shadows and how that all kind of reflects and and stuff uh yes jacob has pulled it up here what i was thinking of um, oh this page is i so mean good. It, that's just gorgeous it's mm -hmm. with the gold and all the the glowing lightsabers it's yeah um this is exactly what i have in mind um for, for my colors and every single issue it's just absolutely solid so annalisa leone is my pick for colorist great um, choice. caleb you have the next two picks and this will fill out your team Perfect. So don't have to worry about anyone sniping these last. <laughs> That's right. I was afraid I would I'd be the first one to pick a colorist, but I'm glad you did that first. Uh, my colorist is going to be uh, Andres Mosa. Oh, what did they do? Uh, a lot of stuff. Like one of the oh, wow. under, most underrated, like Obi Wan uh, Souls work, uh, Obi Wan and Anakin. They did Lando oh, yeah. Double and Nothing, Shattered Empire. They also did Captain Phasma. Like, there's some really oh, wow. like, wow. Breath, like I said, like yeah, pull up that uh that one from Obi Wan and Anakin. Like that's your wow. that's Caminelli there, and that's just like amazing, amazing work. Mm -hmm. I loved how in that specific series, how lightsabers like had that light to them. So yeah, you know, anything that I can get to like help capture that, I really want to colorist on that one. So Andres Mosa, definitely my top pick here wow yeah that's it's beautiful there's like a, there's a, a real lightness to it too like i love mm. the you know the, there's the blue gradient of the electricity and the saber kind of floats throughout that whole panel there um like ambient color seems like a really hard thing to do for a lot of artists mm. and that really shines through that i love that yeah no so even though he had a, it was just a giant snowy planet for pretty much the entire run the color <laughs> on that one was really great so yeah. He is my uh, colorist. And finally, to round out my entire thing, I can't went from top to bottom here, didn't I? Uh, the next one and final one, my cover artist was not on your short list, but it is Peach Momoko. Mm. 
Oh yes. Momoko. yes. Yes. If only because like I love how different her artwork looks from everything else. I not to disparage all the other great cover work out there, but there's a point where it's like there's only so many group shots of badass stuff going on <laughs> that I can like absorb before it runs together. Like hers almost have like serene, like beautiful quality to them of like, you know, like here it is, the uh, High Republic, where oh, it's just like this moment so of good. like wow. peace. And just like you know, just wonderful colors. Like it's the sort of thing you would see on like a like a Japanese wood print from the 1600s. Yeah, definitely some like high high class stuff. Yeah, amazing. Oh, that's I, gorgeous. I, I remember seeing that for the first time and thinking like that is it, it's unique, but in a really good way that I wish mm-hmm. sort of happened more in comics. It's, exactly. it's really interesting. So that's why she's my pick because I want to see I want to see her do more stuff. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm down with that. Let, let's get Pitch doing more stuff, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. So, all right, Caleb's team is all rounded out. I have the next pick. Um, and all I have left is my writer. And um, this is probably going to be my dark, no pun intended, dark horse <laughs> of, the, <laughs> of, the, um, uh, of the game here. Uh, and I'm going to pick Justina Ireland. Mm. Um, yeah. She so far has written, I guess, like one and a half, I guess you could say, canon comics. She did a story in uh, Life Day, uh, but notably did Jabba the Hutt uh, number one uh, for War of the Bounty Hunters. And I really liked what she did in there. Um, This might be showing a little bit of my bias from her writing uh, in the novels, because I really, really love her writing um, in all sorts of books, middle grade, uh, uh, the stuff she's done in the High Republic. Um, honestly, she's one of my favorite Star Wars authors and I desperately want to see her do more comics. Um, and I'm really excited to explain more about this later when we talk about what we have in mind for our team, because Mm -hmm. I think that this pick is going to make even more sense, uh, to everybody. So yeah, I love Justina's work and let's get her writing more comics, please. (laughs) Brilliant. Also, she just, as you you have up here right now, like one of her one of the most joyous author shots you'll mm-hmm. ever see. Like every yeah. image of Justina, she just radiates joy, and you can read it in her writing too. Even when dark things are happening, there's such an, a level of fun and enjoyment of life in what she does. So, yeah, absolutely. Love that and whenever she's on like a, a podcast, uh, doing an interview, she's always like very positive, and mm-hmm. I love her takes on Star Wars. And yeah, she, she's a, just a great overall around person, and um yeah i definitely uh love her stuff so all right that rounds out my team eric you've got one slot left tell us about your colorist i do uh and i'm gonna be nice to jacob and say this is the colorist from darth vader 12 war of the bounty hunters prelude into the trap uh Mm. but unless you've memorized who that is i get to tell you about it (laughs) and if you have good for you uh this is a color this is the only book he has colored in star wars but he has been my favorite colorist in marvel since I was in college, he cut his teeth on uh, Rick Remender's Uncanny X-Force run, which is one of my favorite comic book stories of all time. He has darker tones that are, are very rich, um, and I think that uh, in kind of a more heavy subject matter, which I think I'm I'm writing towards, I guess, accidentally, uh, I've always thought his art works well. I love the way he uses reds especially, like reds and deep teals and things like that and that's dean white is his name um he's been a a colorist for years upon years and this is some of his some of his stuff in vader i mean he does those those great red flashbacks 
Um, but I just think the way he he writes a really dark, heavy book and his his mm-hmm. colors really make you feel the gravity of the story. And the art lines can be great, of course. The penciler is kind of setting the visual language. But whenever Dean White is on something, it does add uh, the exact opposite of what we were talking about with Justina. There is not levity. <laughs> there is not really uh, joyousness to be found. It's if you can find a really nice, bright primary color, Dean White can take it, find its darkest hue, and really put that in the story to kind of give it that extra level of intensity and violence. So huge fan of Dean White as a colorist, and I'm really glad he has technically been on a Star Wars book. <laughs> Man, just looking at this page that Jacob has up here with like Palpatine's eyes, it is freaky. It's like purpley, reddish, icky, like, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, that's when, when, when colors can make you do that, like, you know, that that's a good job, right? So, yeah, for real. Def- and like, definitely ahead, top 10 uh, ugly Palpatine moments. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and there are so many to choose from. Yeah. Uh, and, exactly. and I gotta say, Dean White stuff especially shines uh, quick plug for non-star wars things are uh the artist that i want most to draw star wars is jerome pena and if you like kind of darker stories and you have marvel unlimited which i know a lot of uh, viewers of the show and listeners of the podcast do i highly recommend recommenders run an uncanny x-force with jerome pena and dean white it's you know your anti-hero team with wolverine and deadpools in it and archangels and psylocke it's a great Marvel run, and then there's an image series called Black Science, which that creative team also did. That's all about really cool time travely things and morality, and you know, all these dark stories with dark colors. So, absolutely love that team. Awesome. Well, I'm even more excited now to hear about what you're planning on making because now I'm confused. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right um jacob you also have one more slot left so uh who is your colorist yeah i i so i i had to think of a little a bit about this one um because i kind of picked my artist my penciler without thinking of someone that would go well with their art style but i think i got it i think i, I think i actually if i do say so myself i think i nailed it on this one um okay uh, so and I I I I, could, I like envisioned the art the art in my head, but I had no idea who did it. So I also had to scramble out and find who actually uh, colored the thing. Um, but my choice is going to be uh, uh, just uh, one last. Yep. Okay. Uh, Rebecca Nalty uh, is my choice. Ah uh, yes. Uh, she's done uh, yeah. uh, some some oh, issues here yeah. and there. And I she has been doing a lot of the art on the High Republic Adventures oh, specifically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And although, so there was like a pretty drastic change when Harvey came off the the art. Uh, some mm-hmm. people, you know, it, it's it's a taste thing. You know, some people like it, mm-hmm. some people don't. Um, regardless of which one you like the most, I think the pa- like the more pastel-y art style she used with uh, Tony Bruno's pencils in like the couple issues between I think like issue seven and nine or something like that, I think will go really well with uh the pencils of my artist so i think those two are gonna be a good a good team um so yeah i i that's that's my pick absolutely like when they did the art change not to get too deep into woods it seems like all the characters only aged up like five years that was part of it yeah (laughs) and there i mean there there literally was a time jump but yeah yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. i think that's a great pick really great that yeah yeah, especially for your team I think they complement yeah. each other really well. I I also have to do a really quick editorial correction. I misspoke earlier. Uh, I said 
Drew opinion, Dean White did Black Science. They did not. That was Mateo Scalera and Dean White. Mm-hmm. Seven to Eternity is the image series I was thinking of with Dean White and Drew Pena. And if you like the Star Wars fantasy elements, like the weird creatures especially, go check that out. Great art. All right. I correct stuff. myself. <laughs> un- un- unacceptable. All right. It's like a good old-fashioned forced toast caravan of corrections right here. That's right. Live, live on the show. Got to admit it. Um, <laughs> all right. So um, I think what we'll do is we will go around, and um, when I call on you, you're going to say your team again and then talk about what comic you have in, in mind. So does anybody want to volunteer to go first? I can sure. go first, actually. Oh, I don't. Okay. I don't mind. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, go for it, Emma. <laughs> okay. Um, so my writer is Justina Ireland. Uh, my penciler is Luke Ross. My colorist is Annalisa Leone, and my cover artist is Terry Dodson. Uh, and so what I had in mind um, for my comic, which will come as a surprise to literally no one, is um, a Ray story uh, set after Episode Nine. Um, something, mm. something about like her after like maybe starting uh maybe starting a jedi temple or maybe maybe helping finn with the force or something like that um i'd be really interested to see where her story goes after episode nine and i think that it would really work well in a comics format and um and the reason i picked justina ireland is because she's written um uh, ray before uh and and poe and Rose, all characters that could be part of the story, um, and wrote them extremely well in the middle grade novel *Spark of the Resistance*, which is one of my favorite books. Um, but you know, it doesn't get the love that it, it deserves. It's so good, a middle grade. It's so yeah, good. It's so good, so good. And um, yeah, and I picked um, uh, uh, Luke Ross because he also drew Ray uh, very well. Um, sometimes, sometimes Ray is hard to draw for some people. I've noticed and. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the Star Wars adventure stuff, um, but I just really like the way that she was portrayed in um, in the Alliances uh, miniseries there, and I think Terry Dodson's going to do uh, would do a great job uh, with a Ray cover. Um, he did a stellar Leia cover, a stellar Jin cover. Um, I just know that he would he would knock Ray out of the park mm-hmm. as well. So uh, yeah, that's my thinking behind my comic. Um, does anybody, Caleb, do, would you like to go next? Absolutely, absolutely. So, <clears throat> once again, my team is the writer, Daniel Jose Older. The penciler is Phil Noto. Colorist, Andres Mosa. And the cover is by Peach Momoko. Um, and not to put Daniel Jose Older into a box or anything, but this is going to be a Four Loam and Success story. Yes! <laughs> yes! Like, uh, like, he's, he, <laughs> like, he's kind of, I, I can't help but wonder... <clears throat> if he, <clears throat> pardon, if you'd ever feel jealous if anyone else ever writes another like yo story with concerning those characters, yeah. like again, <laughs> like he does great work with everything he does, but like he definitely seems to be a four Loman Zuxus guy. Mm-hmm. So I want like an almost like a little side series with them, maybe like a limited series. I want there to be a lot of like blaster action so that the colorist can really make things pop. Phil Noto's already done really good character art, but he also does really good uh, spaceship art and technological art. So he'll mm. feel right in home with the uh, with the uh, robots and all like that. And then uh, I think you know we always talk, we have someone talking about it in the chat already. I want Peach Momoko to do like the most beautiful ethereal, like you know the you know, 
lovely looking for loam art as possible <laughs> on the cover just like you know like she with like flowers she on his in the hand like just the most beautiful for loam and success we've ever seen even more beautiful than topless success we've seen in the about <laughs> like that that's like I, I just want to see like a really pretty success yes <laughs> pretty oh boy success where is it <laughs> It's what the fans want, you cowards at Lucasfilm. Make it happen. We want pretty boy suckets. <laughs> Wake up, sheeple. Oh, pretty boy suckets. Oh, my gosh. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> that's my pick. Wow. And that's my that's the series I want to see. You thought Boba Fett was the thirst trap bounty hunter? Oh, there look at this is. boy. There it is. Peach Momoko <laughs> with that beautiful body of that bug boy. <laughs> <laughs> hey emma uh i think you got your next clip for your next uh, live show uh ad. there it is thank you yeah i'm gonna gonna clip this out right now uh this is perfect and uh absolutely yes um, uh, oh my god wow we got the next variant cover that right there to go in a different direction uh however this was much more are. entertaining direction so uh, yeah wow. that's um Woo, I haven't laughed that long in a long time. time, So that's good. That's good. Um, Wow. Uh, Jacob, would you like to try to top that? I will. Um, Unfortunately, mine's not going to be as funny. uh, So, uh, but I'm at a tough choice. I'm I'm going with with my thought, even though like Star Wars canon might just completely like pave over it in like six months. Um, But I want my creative team to do a... Ooh, twelve issue mini maxi series a la Kanan in uh with uh, the featured character being Omega. Ooh, Ooh. remind our audio listeners who your team is again. Uh, so, uh sorry, yeah. Uh, Alyssa Wong is my writer. Elsa Chartier is my penciler. Rebecca Nalty is my colorist, and my cover artist is Mike Mayhew. Yeah, give me the twelve issue like flashback, flash forward, Canon wow. setup with Omega, oh, man. of course. Um, again, yeah, like Canon is probably gonna like make that not possible. I don't know what's Ooh. gonna happen with her with Bad Batch season two, but uh, yeah, I think uh, get that like a little bit of that comedic element from Alyssa Wong's writing. Uh, I think she also mm-hmm. is doing well with like the team dynamics of Afra right now. So like wherever yeah. the other Bad yeah. Batch characters might fall in, we don't know. Um, yeah, I, I like, uh, the art style, um, for her, especially like with like her, how her hair comes to a point. I don't know why, but I can just like see like the pencil <laughs> lines coming together. Like, yeah, it looks so good. Then like, I, I already said why, why I chose Rebecca and Rebecca Nalty, just cause I think the synergy between the two of them is going to work really well. And I don't know, Mike Mayhew can just do whatever the heck he wants. He can like have Omega, like, <laughs> He can just do like Fim Daniel Logan and call it a day, and like you know who's gonna who's gonna say no to that? Like whatever. right, and it'll <laughs> like look amazing. He, and it's like just do, do all right, a yeah, close cool. up of her of like the blaster, like you know, like yeah. I don't have to even draw a character now. He, so he, he could even do naked Zuckus and make it look beautiful. <laughs> he could. I would cry. I would shed a tear. I oh, I, I, yeah. I ask he doesn't, but you know I would pro- <laughs> I would I would probably buy it. To be fair, like let's be real. <laughs> Uh, that's great, man. I I want that to Omega, come true. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Eric, uh, round us out here. All right. So, uh, believe it or not, uh, with the team of Charles Soul, 
Stuart Eminen, Dean White, and Marco Chiquetto. Uh, call myself out is the only team without any women on it. It's a <laughs> tough look. Tough look for our guy, me. Mm-hmm. Um, not going to be funny either, guys. Uh, I'm going to go right to the soul on this one. Oh, didn't, oh unintentional oh. pun. Uh, uh, <laughs> but I think the t- I have the title for my, my limited series as well. I think it would be Star Wars, Ooh. colon, The High Republic, colon, Last Stand. Ooh. Now, this is not based on anything we know. Right. But we need to make hypoth- that very clear. Yes. <laughs> yes, this is not based on any actual information. It's or all anything embargoed, nothing yeah, at all. This is has nothing to do with the fallen stars, nothing to do with anything. I'm just gonna guess throughout the next couple phases and waves of the higher public, bad things are gonna happen. Just gonna it's my gut, you know? I just got Take a feeling. That. So this would be a mid or late phase three higher public comic. And this is the aftermath of the worst defeat the Jedi have had, whatever that may be. It would be whoever's left. And I'm talking like six Jedi or something. I'm talking like barely anyone is, is working like, like maybe, I don't know, like bell has like a, a missing arm or something. Like, you know, everyone is just distraught. And they're on the run from the Nile, and they're like, "We, this is it. This is ev- this is us standing for light for the final time." And every issue, there's it's raining, and you know it's dark, and they're just fighting wherever they can to save the light for the next generation, which will eventually become who we know as as the the Council. And they're basically going to restart the Jedi with this one last battle of like the six of them. I dig and that. I want, I dig yeah. That. that sounds really and cool. I just, and I want, like, each cover would be, like, you know, a couple... Me, or no, how about this? It's a six-issue series. There's six Jedi left, and each it cover is one of the Jedi. It's that the one Marco that dies issue. Yeah. Ooh, that's a so sick con- the, connecting cover set up. There you go. Yep. And he, yeah. and he, hey, Chicago does a lot of connecting covers. That, remember that Allegiance cover? He did that. Yeah. So you get the big connecting cover that eventually becomes the last battleground. And maybe it's back at Alfrona or something that they come back to from the light of the Jedi. And it's just Charles Soule writing the last battle after he wrote the first one with Eminem, creating the, the, the vectors that barely fly anymore and the lightsabers that are just, they were golden and beautiful and now they're just rusted and dirty. And uh, it's, it's them kind of doing the last thing they can do to uh, save the Jedi Order. That's what I would like. Well, it sounds very sad. Um, it's very it's sad. Also, very and awesome. Yeah. Like, no Zuckus. Hard stop. No Zuckus. Clothed or not. <laughs> There's none of that. But here's the thing. I would read all of these series. Yeah, these all sound yeah, great. For real. <laughs> that's yeah. You're that's the great thing. Yeah. And honestly, like, I think everybody picked great teams for for what they were planning to to do. So, um. Yeah. But, and I think it that illuminates was, uh... the great thing about like your show and also illuminates the great thing about Star Wars publishing right now is that in the comics especially, there's a comic for whatever you want to read. Like mm. everything that we said is actually plausible in terms yeah. of what's being published right now. Like all there's all kinds of different eras, there's all kinds of different vibes of writing and there's more artists variety than there's ever been before. I mean, you look at the adventures, you look at the especially the higher public adventures, which we didn't even talk about, you know, Harvey Talabao was on the list, honorable mention for me, because his work is just oh, spectacular. Yeah. Yes. But uh, it's just so cool that 
every week you guys get to talk about the varied stories and we got to make up things that, you know, who knows? Uh, for legal reasons, all of these are, are free game and we don't want any any rights from them if they come up. But exactly, yes. It's, it's going to be a fun future where where, uh, where all of these could happen. So that's super cool. Yeah, th- this was a fun thought experiment. And I mean, like you said, Eric, like this is the, the fun thing about comics is that it is such a great playground for so many things. It's it's different from novels in that you actually have like some visuals too um, and, and plenty of variety with who, who does them. And that also impacts how you see the story. So um, yeah, this was a lot of fun. And uh, we will put this on our uh, Twitter and make sure to vote. I will not sway anybody as I am uh, <laughs> pitching this to you. Um, <laughs> the winner gets bragging rights. And um, there's already been one champion this week. Maybe we shouldn't repeat that. I don't know. Crazy idea. Maybe someone who lost brutally this week in an emotional way would like a win. Hypothetically <laughs> speaking. Hypothetically speaking. Who knows? Speak. I just don't want to lose ever. So just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, also, speaking of champs, uh, I do got to say a shout out to uh, our your host that is not here, Tyler, that I am yes. uh, stepping in for, who witnessed a championship of his own today uh, with his with his yes. kids' uh, hockey tournament. So huge congrats to uh, to Tyler's family for their, their winning as well. Uh, but you will yes, not be winning absolutely. this because you did not participate. Ha ha, he he, ho ho. <laughs> absolutely yes we we miss you tyler tyler will be back um for our next live show it was a good segue eric thank you it's like you were reading my mind um (laughs) so next week we will not be having a live show because it is the utini summit and uh the utini summit is something we are doing to sort of plan ahead for the year uh maybe even multiple years who knows uh to to make our content uh better and um yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're really excited to do some planning, but we will have something pre-recorded for you guys in the meantime. And the week after that, there will be a live show. Tyler will be back. I will not be here. I will be in Galaxy's Edge, which I'm very excited to to do. And um, I'm excited to share my thoughts on that with you guys when I come back. Um, but we will have a special guest. Um, tease, tease, tease. You'll have to see who it is. Um, and it, it'll be a lot of fun there will be some legends being discussed. So take, take that as you will. (laughs) Uh, I want to thank, uh, I want to thank Eric for joining us tonight. Um, Eric, it felt very wrong to do a draft without you. So we had to get you on. (laughs) So thank you for coming. I am honored. I will always come back for draft episodes and any shows. Uh, It's always a blast to you guys. Uh, Those losers on my show don't want, don't read enough comics. So Mm. (laughs) it's a blast. (laughs) Yes, and, and uh, you know they, they, they also get sick of the sports references, right? So can't deal with it. Don't get it. Caleb puts up with it. Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> You're welcome. You're a good man. <laughs> Honestly, as as a uh, Georgia native, that is. I was about pretty, to say putting yeah. up with sports is pretty much all I. It's, it's, it's in my blood. It's in my blood. <laughs> oh, Put, yeah, putting stuff, up guys. with is definitely the right way to phrase that. That's right. Alrighty, guys, that'll do it for this week's episode of the Cosmic Force. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts and tune in every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on our YouTube channel to hear us live. Be sure to visit utini.com for reviews, articles, and news for the entire expanded universe. We encourage you to join our Utini Discord community by going to utini.com slash discord, and you can help support the show by heading to patreon.com slash utini and start receiving exclusive perks starting at just $5 a month. A special thank you to Cheryl Bell, OK Endar, Jeremy Kazina, 
JG Kars, Earl Q, Patrick Ortiz, and Carl Sander on our Jedi High Council, Matt Billington, Tyler Latour, Elizabeth Cloutier, Jason Mitchell, Freddie C, and Sally and Chris Allerson on our Alliance High Command for their amazing support. You can tweet at the show at Cosmic Force Show or at the host individually. I'm at IrmaJedi26, Eric is at Eric Allerson, Caleb is at Caleb Lamanac, and Jacob is at Jacob Bausch. Thank you again to Eric, Caleb, and Jacob for hosting with me tonight, and a special thank you to our listeners for joining us. We truly appreciate you. See everyone next week for a pre-recorded show, and may the Force be with you.